Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And we hope you're having a great Christmas season. And in light of that, um, we are going to look at some of the common misconceptions about kind of the Christmas story. So I don't know about you, Anson, but every year uh, you kind of always hear like the same thing of, you know, there's a star above um, the manger and three wise men came and visited on camels and then um, there was no room in the inn and uh, Jesus was born next to donkeys and sheep uh, and that whole kind of thing that we might even sing a song about the little drummer boy, <laughs> you know. So, but the, the fact is like a lot of that is actually not true mm. and it's none of it is really found in the bible and stuff that might be found in the bible um we've kind of like adjusted it to help tell this like weird narrative mm. uh but i do think like while it's fun and i do think par- most of it is kind of innocent it is important to Absolutely. know the actual like the truth and the history and straight up like every year i'm like i know that this Part of this story is like fudged. So, but I can never remember the actual true story because it's not kind of written down anywhere. And like it's in the Bible, but again, because we put our own twist on it, I always kind of blur like, okay, what is truth and, and fact and what is kind of our human nature to add this creative flair yeah. to this story. So, um, yeah, we kind of, uh, Again, like coming back uh, this December, I'm like, all right, what are those um, popular misconceptions about the Christmas story that I just need to remind myself like, okay, these actually aren't true. Um, And again, while I don't think it does any major harm, it's not bad to just realize like, oh, that's actually not true. And kind of what is the truth? So in that, what have we found here, Anson? And help me get off this narrative that uh, isn't kind of what we really should like be believing (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of like common misconceptions or just little things. And some of them are like, I honestly think they're from just like telling a children's story. Yeah. And it it tells the story. But like the first one is there was a star the night Jesus was born. Like we hear this story that that the shepherds and the wise men followed the star to get to Jesus. And and they that was their guiding post. And the star was like above the manger and and it stood there. But if you actually read the scripture, like they were told to look for a star. Yeah. They weren't told to follow a star. They were said in, in Luke two twelve, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in a swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. Like the, the, the angels told them, the shepherds, that Jesus was born. They were watching their flocks, but they weren't told to watch for a star. That was actually told to the wise men or the magi who... Another common misconception didn't go at the exact time that Jesus was born. That Jesus was yeah. born. You you'll find out a little bit later 
that um, in in the in the scripture and stuff that that Herod is giving this um, Herod is giving this this decree to have all of the all of the babies two or under killed when he finds out about Jesus and all these things and that's when the wise men are going yeah and you find out that all right so they probably didn't go at the at the same time because yeah. the the wise men would be going well after Jesus was born yep. Meaning, it's not like he hears about it, Herod didn't hear about Jesus that he was born, then immediately go. It was it was time had passed um, that it's probably a year or or somewhere around there later that they're going. The wise men are going, which again is another common misconception is that there were three wise men. Yeah, we don't know if there were three. There wise were three men. gifts. There were three gifts. There are gold, frankincense, yeah. and myrrh. And that is where we get this idea that there are three wise men. But if you look at Matthew 2, 1, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. So that's where you get that um, the, the wise men went after. Right. Because now after Jesus had been born, whereas the, the shepherds were told like while Jesus was being born there to then. go. It says, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So after Jesus was born, then the wise men came. And it never says three. Yeah. But we put three in our nativity scenes. We put three in everything because we have those gold frankincense. It's, and it's a nice number. It fits with the gift. So, I, you know, again, fitting that little narrative of like, okay, how can we tell the story easily? Um, I, I get it. But yeah, it is kind of interesting to note like, yeah, hey, it wasn't three. Could have been like 50. Yeah. And we have those those songs like We Three Kings, which yeah. is about the three yeah. wise men. And you're right. like, well, I don't know if there were actually three three kings right. there's a remix from 116 they did a christmas album the the reach records oh yeah, yeah. and it's called we three kings is it good yeah it's pretty good nice. i like it right, not, i'll have to go listen to not, that. not gonna lie dang it a but song that you know and i don't oh, that's beautiful we failed i love that next thing i'm gonna do <laughs> is i'm gonna pull out a piece of art that you don't know I right, uh, good luck with that one yeah seriously and then the next one is that there was no room for them in the inn now this one is like pretty played out in the christmas story like it's, there was it's a n- big part big part <laughs> of the story so i'm just going to read a little bit of this for us um but like the bible never mentions an innkeeper yeah in fact it's possible there wasn't an inn at all so this is a recent study by this guy named stephen carlson who made the case um that the greek word normally translated as in which is katalumati which you can look that up afterwards but that's the word that's generally translated as in in luke 2 7 is actually best translated as place to stay. Mm-hmm. So the passage isn't saying that there was no room in the inn, but rather there was no room for G- baby Jesus in the place they stayed. In in what place they were staying? This guy named Carlson argues it was probably the home of Joseph's family in Bethlehem, perhaps in an adjacent guest room, which would have been small, meaning right. there's no place to put Jesus because the room was so small. So that it, it all boils down to this katalumati, this word that is, is told as in, but we sort of play it out as like, oh, the innkeeper kept them away and yeah. there's no place for them to stay there. And and that's not what we read in the right. Bible. Even if even if you classify that as in. Yeah. It's not like a the innkeeper is out there like battling him off saying, You can't come in here. We don't have a we don't have a spot, but it's actually there's this idea that it was arguably in a family member of Joseph's there just wasn't a lot of room right. in there for Joseph. It's and, like when you have family come over for Christmas and you're like, well, we're going to put them in the basement, like next to the boiler room. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, and it's not like they, you know, went to um, the holiday inn and were like, hey, we need a place to stay. And they're like, oh, sorry we're, sorry, we're all booked up. We're booked up. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and then this continues 
is that along with that is that like Jesus was born in a barn or a stable. Right. Like, that is a common thing that we hear. Um, but be, and, that, and that stems from there wasn't any room in the inn. So then they went to a stable and he was born there in what now would be considered very unsanitary <laughs> for a birth. <laughs> right. Um, but the, the text, again, doesn't include a, a, a barn. It doesn't say he was born in a barn. It literally says that Mary laid him in a manger. Which some maybe suggest that that means he was born in a barn because mangers find their room um, in in a barn and and, and the animals would be around. But animals in this time were often just housed like a few feet away in an adjacent room. Like it's very much likely that Mary gave birth to Jesus while they were in this room that didn't have a lot of room. But the room in which they stayed... um, like couldn't accommodate the birth. So Mary had to give birth in the larger family room and layer Jesus in the nearby manger. So yeah. it, it's very common or it's very like likely that Mary gave birth to Jesus in Joseph's family's home mm-hmm. um, or something similar, um, not in the barn or the stable, but in right. the adjacent family room, which would have had a manger because the animals would have yeah, lived just nearby. just like extra farming equipment. Yes, that's extra all, farming equipment in of, the house. Yeah. Um, now... Here's one um, one of the misconceptions that I think is like everyone kind of knows, but we don't really know why. And it's the December 25th one. And mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of knows like, all right, that's actually not Jesus's birthday. But like, oh, didn't we as Christians like steal it from the pagans? Because that's when like the sun starts, um, you know, getting brighter uh, or the days start getting longer. And like it, we can turn that into a very religious thing. So that's kind of what we tend to think. But that's actually not the case, is it? No, it seems to be. Um, there's many different things that, um, but it seems to be that Christians reasoned um, from Mary's supposed conception, which is March 25th. Suppose okay. we don't know, yep. but supposed conception, that in the same day that Jesus was thought to be crucified, so mm-hmm. conception and crucified, supposed supposedly around the same time, around the same time, and you fast forward nine months and you got December 25th. Simple as that. Simple as that. That is very simple. Um, mother but he, biology. But here's the problem I have. Yep. We know that it's probably not Jesus's birthday. Yeah. So like, so we're all celebrating him. And then on his birthday. No one gives a rip. He's just sitting alone. In just, heaven by like, himself. He's just not having anybody yeah. celebrate his birthday. Yeah. Like imagine like everybody celebrated your birthday on the wrong day. It would be kind of interesting. Every year. Yeah. I don't know. I and think, then on your birthday, like no one maybe acknowledges you. Mm-hmm. You make a cupcake for yourself, blow it out by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's it's definitely an interesting one. So, Jesus. I mean, wouldn't we have some, like, historical record of, like, meaning, like, did they not celebrate birthdays in older uh, times? I don't know. I in, mean, ba- I know in Bible cu- times? cultures kind of do it differently. I know, like, I think in Asian cultures, they celebrate the, the conception, conception date, date and stuff. Which, so, like, you know. Totally again. different discussion. But still, yeah. at that time, like, you would... They knew Jesus was roughly 33 years old. Right. So they had to know when he was born. Yeah. Someone should have written it down. Uh, I know. I, do you think that'll be like one of the first questions you ask when you get to heaven? Say, hey, I, uh, I hope that I'm intellectual you know. enough to not ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that's reaching yeah. to such a stupid level yeah. of like, 
there's a lot that is happening around me in the right. world, but I really just want to know your birthday. I need to know your, know birthday. your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Find out it's the same as yours. Like, oh, no way. Mine too. <laughs> Sorry that I was so selfish on yeah, your birthday. Exactly. Then. So, but I, again, I just think uh, really interesting to kind of look back and uh, just kind of make sure that every time we drive by a, a nativity scene, um, what you are visually seeing is actually probably not likely what happened um and you know just a good reminder that uh, sometimes we've got to go fact check fact check some of our stories um and how we tell them and while i don't think there's any kind of major major harm in in any of this we do also want to stay uh, pretty close to the truth mm. so um yeah that's fun i'm glad i remembered this and i will be back next year to reread this because i'm sure i will forget it because i will then be um again all the the stories coming out about the christmas story and everything will be more potent than the actual truth so yeah i will be back here at the same article reading because i will need a refresher on all the things that we kind of look at wrong so, Anson, thank you for looking this up with me. Uh, I enjoy this. I, I think it's super good and helpful. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And uh, we'll see you back on Friday for our last person study of the year. Whoa. Whoa. That's kind of crazy. So That's wild. Yeah. That's been fun. All the way from Adam all the way up to who are we looking at on Friday? Anna. Anna. Great. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Anson. We'll see you on Friday. See ya. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.